is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody as ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from Nair Club. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat your children. It was just banter. Stay off the weed! And England win on penalties! History in itself! You know, I think it's a great city. I think they got the best organization in NBA. But they do have some big old women. I'm here with the winner, Derek Lewis. Derek, watch you take your pants off. Balls are hot. I understand. Come on, check it quickly, Reggie! Yes, Max. No one is in the fucking universe. Listen, I ain't gonna forget about this by the time we get the Hello and welcome to episode 161 of the Spitballing Pod. I'm Luke Byron, today joined by Tom Kennett and Jack Harper. We are missing AJ and Troy, both for different reasons, but hopefully we'll have them back next week and uh, we'll see how things go. Anyway, we've got a bit of a, bit of a mix and match uh, intro. I do have some news of the week. There wasn't a lot that I could kind of get without having to actually look at the story, so stick true to the rules. And then bringing back an old feature, uh, I can't believe that was on TV. Oh, yes. We've got that back. I've got some reality TV shows, some game shows, some that somehow I haven't I hadn't seen before. That's the beauty of that. So there's such <laughs> depth to it. Well, usually I'll read an article and it'll be like, uh, there is no way on earth you will believe this existed. And I've read that one like six times before <laughs> while trying to get research for the pod previously. Oh, that thing. We've seen that. I think we'll have uh, our little advert in later, so you can look forward to that. But the Cheltenham races do start tomorrow, and we do have plenty of tips and features up on the spitballing, spitballingpod.com website, so you can be sure to check that. So, news of the week. Polite burglar shook homeowner's hand and closed window on his way out, police say. <laughs> I, I mean, I know a story that is very similar to that, where this... Uh, Unfortunate lad. Don't forget got, you got a mic there. Yeah, this <laughs> unfortunate lad has kind of got himself into a bit of a sticky situation with the same thing, and he's actually called the police on himself and waited there for the police to catch him because he felt so but guilty. We're not thinking of the same person. Wasn't the same kid who bent his car on a lamp person and called the police on himself? <laughs> uh, no, oh, no, that's actually a different person. <laughs> no. Okay, but no. so I don't remember him going <laughs> yeah. on the rob. But <laughs> I shall de- disclose who it was after. <laughs> is your meth contaminated with the coronavirus the florida police department say they'll test it for free (laughs) there's only one way to find out (laughs) i feel like coronavirus is the least your words if you're kind of hooked on meth i feel yeah i quite like that they've had the (laughs) the sort of well i don't want anything bad in it yeah i do want the funnest quality hopefully the police give it your back after no questions asked i do find it funny like there's all these um, kind of strict rules in kind of everyone's trying to be more hygiene conscious especially with Chapman races where they say well the money changing hands and the bet slips changing hands all of that but half of the people at the races will be shoving stuff up their noses where they have no idea where it's coming what is from it? yeah. and it probably came from China potentially <laughs> so it's kind of like a rock in a hard place for that 
Yeah, I've seen a lot of virtue signaling with this where the facts are essentially that under a certain age, you will be able to handle it. That's not saying I want to wipe out everyone over the age of 80, but people like Piers Morgan have been, other people might not worry about the over 80s, but I think they're just as important as the rest of us. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the roads have become a bit less clogged. I mean, <laughs> have you seen the pollution map of China as well, where because they've closed down all the cities, their pollution has actually like drastically decreased? <laughs> and you can kind of think that maybe it's just the world thinking... Well, China. We need five minutes here. Yeah, China is responsible for twenty-five percent of the CO two emissions and fifty percent of the plastic waste. Maybe we just kill them all off. Maybe we just start again. I like that people were saying that Italy were going hard with their like self isolation. That you can get what was it like three months in prison if uh, you don't. Yeah. Russia comes straight in. It's like we give you five years (laughs) if you don't stick to our self isolation laws. (laughs) I mean, that would be great in England to get so many people, especially race week. They're just like. Yeah, think I've got coronavirus. I better just be sure. <laughs> and most jobs are actually playing full pay for yeah. the whole of the isolation period. So, yeah. I saw Piers Morgan yesterday was having a go at someone for being offended easily. And the top reply was, you were offended by a vegan sausage roll. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a drug gang pinned down a rival and used a spoon to remove illegal substances from his bottom. Necessity is the mother of invention, as they say. <laughs> I mean, if you have a spoon to... I like that they've used a spoon. <laughs> yeah, I like that they've got spoons on them and not knives. Like, maybe it's taking a change. It's not one of them camping kits. Yeah, it's like a Swiss army spoon. <laughs> got a spork to get yeah. out. <laughs> Doubles up as a weapon. I hope they washed a the spoon afterwards. <laughs> yeah. In his current times. Yeah. Boyfriend reaches in pocket to pay for bill, accidentally shoots girlfriend in the leg. <laughs> America. This is why we shouldn't always have to pay the bill. Here's Sh- something. She just gone Dutch. <laughs> yeah. been fine. Something that might ruin films for you, but I'll tell you anyway. Apple won't allow villains to use its products on screen, says Rian Johnson. Apple, they let you use iPhones in movies, but, and this is very pivotal, if you're ever watching a mystery movie, bad guys cannot have iPhones on camera. Oh, wow. Oh, no. Okay. So if you ever see an iPhone on camera, He's they're not, not the one that's done it. They're not the bad guy. Oh, that sucks. It's one of those things you wish you could unknow. <laughs> <laughs> I had to know it so everyone else does. <laughs> Doxer suspended for removing transgender man's vagina without consent. <laughs> this actually spun my head. Yeah, trying to like, I, I'm Removing trying to... a vagina is such a complicated idea. Yeah. What do you put there instead? <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you two guesses. Yeah. <laughs> Do you need a biology lesson, Jack? No, but <laughs> you have to go action, man. If it's it a transgender man, does that mean it's already been removed it's once such before? A, it's such a tricky. So is it a removal of a vaginal removal? I don't, what's that Sorry. thing where the where, not a rhetorical question, but you know what those hypothetical? Questions? No, it's not, <laughs> there's like a word for no for inception, like vaginaception. It's essentially that. Yeah, yeah. transception. Yeah. You just never know. It's like the chicken before the egg, and then you just have so many uh, like operations, hy- you yeah, never know. Pr- yeah, like that. Like yeah. a hypothetical question technically does have an answer, but like these, there is no answer to them. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. I mean. When you get to one, it goes back like that. Yeah, yeah. like a paradox. Yeah, that's that's it. That's the word. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> the vagina paradox. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Couple accused of waterboarding son to discipline him. <laughs> 
I, Game's I, gone. You can't do that anymore. I've actually been at a party where we've tried to convince someone, a um, friend of you guys, I think, actually, to be waterboarded just to see what it was like. And the drunker we got, the more agreeable he became. <laughs> and it got to a stage where we had him, like, led down on the kitchen table with a flannel over his face. And he's like, no, 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 this is stupid. And it's like, you've got yourself this far. You've yeah. got, you may as well just go through with it. We had, do you remember the film Safe House? It was, was it Denzel and Ryan Reynolds? Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. But it had no church in the world on the trailer, so that's how everyone knew it. Yeah. But we were talking about that film in sick form. And this girl, when we kind of went past waterboarding, was like, that, that's, that wouldn't work. Yeah. Like, well, it's been used for years. And yeah. It's like banned in certain countries, so it definitely does work. No, that wouldn't work. But as you said, she was convinced in the middle of the school day in a free period <laughs> to be waterboarded. So we did waterboard in the no. sixth form. Yeah. To the point where... It, I, I, said, some, I, I said to people, I don't think we're quite acknowledging how bad this is. Yeah. This, in Guantanamo Bay, this is seen as too far. Yeah, so we're actually, doing this in the sixth form. It's center. like white girl privilege of just, <laughs> oh, let's be waterboarded. I don't know. Yeah. This well, she, she was this confident. I think someone had like a Diet Coke bottle at first. She was like, that won't be enough water. Well, <laughs> <No. laughs> Okay then, yeah. <laughs> we'll fill up another one yeah. as backup. And I'm pretty sure after the first time, she has to go again to ensure that that definitely Both times was. obviously didn't yeah. take anything. And then, um, like, very much, she was obviously pretty stupid to do this, mm. but having witnessed it gone on, Sean has then asked it as well. <laughs> and we waterboarded Sean. So how, uh, so how long were the durations of these waterboards? This did not last long. No, long enough Five to seconds. Know that you don't want this to happen. Yeah, yeah it was very quick. Because it simulates drowning, but you actually do drown a little bit, don't you? Well, you can actually drown from it, yeah. yeah. So we could have killed. They both seemed shocked that it worked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, this girl, Ben, why she's giving it stacks, like, got up face up and be like, in massive shock. Yeah. <laughs> what did you think was going to happen? We give you plenty of warning. <laughs> it's like, imagine if she was like a terrorist suspect. She's like, right, here's the waterboard. I'm just like, okay, let's see if it works. Go on. I remember um, at the lunchtime that day telling someone else that we'd done it and like the look back, like, yeah. you, you do what? <laughs> It's illegal, isn't it? It's yeah, like, we shouldn't really be confessing to this. This yeah. isn't a good thing to be confessing to. Some of those free periods in sick form were unreal. Just wild. There's that video that's still on Facebook of us trying to break the record of how many people could fit in a cubicle in a at one cubicle. time. <laughs> and the smaller people like TCAT were like passed over the top to, be, like, on, to try and squeeze them in. We're and trying to get as many skinners as You can't open it? the door after. Because Shit, obviously yeah. You just <laughs> have to funnel out. The last guy, when we could open it, proper started freaking out and just about slid out the door, oh which God. didn't help to the sort of fear. I think we've got like 14 in there at one point. That was a squeeze. And like a school, secondary school, boys' yeah. toilets is not something you want to be calling on your hands and knees. No, imagine no. imagine you having a poo in the next cubicle. <laughs> yeah. You just suddenly hear the whole year just pouring yeah. in. <laughs> <laughs> And finally, uh, blind man fails citizenship test after being denied Braille. I mean, that's... I can only imagine that's in America. Yeah. Yeah. Or this, full Brexit. Yeah. <laughs> We've gone, no, no, no. He says all the old people... What do you mean Mor- you can't see? Piers Morgan just pops up and says, why haven't we got any Braille? <laughs> yeah. One of the guards saying, people. like, it's natural selection at this point. <laughs> what are you bringing to our country if you can't even see? <laughs> All right, we got news, or not news of the week. I can't believe that was on TV. I was forced to have it there. So I've got a mixture of reality shows, game shows, all this kind of thing. Some are more shocking than others. I think one of them is actually in England. So oh, lovely. we have that one. 
The one, can you remember we did one in the summer where essentially it was so hot in the kitchen, it was just us two, so we were doing it in my lounge. And there was one that was meant to be coming to Netflix, but I've never seen no, it. No, no, it was I'll... called Risk, I think it was. Yeah, that does ring a bell. But obviously things got too hectic. I feel like that ski jumping one, with that, why did that happen? <laughs> like you train. And they were surprised people got injured. Yeah, like, like all these celebrities just had like chronic knee injuries afterwards. <laughs> Skiing is bad enough if you don't know how to do it, but like ski jumping... All right, we'll get off to a good start here. Get off the street. The show was filmed but never officially broadcast on TV. A camera crew patrolled the streets of New York asking quiz questions to the homeless for cash prizes. The only catch was that the questions were purposely based on pop culture or other up-to-date events that a homeless person would struggle to have any knowledge of. Networks oh pulled the God. plug over fears they may have overstepped the mark slightly. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I think you, that's, you may have. That's literally one tiptoe away from bum fights. <laughs> I think that was one of my favourite ever ones. Obviously, that wasn't a game show as such, but when he went on Dr. Phil and then cut his hair like Dr. Phil, <laughs> and he told him just get off straight away, or just cut a, he like shaved a bald spot onto the top of his head. It's not, not only is the kind of the idea vindictive enough, but the fact that they've made the quiz around <laughs> yeah. events that they're not have any clue. Yeah. They couldn't have given them a nice one. Well, the next one was actually in England, and you can maybe see the kind of jobs that Maya Jamma was having to take before she was Maya Jamma. Oh, so wow. uh, this one was called Release the Hounds. And there isn't really much to it. I've but actually the this is a great, this is a great show. I've seen it. Yeah, I've seen not, it. she was relatively famous at this point as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. wasn't that long ago. <laughs> yeah, there is. It's, honestly, it's hilarious watching her trying to sprint, out sprint a dog. Yeah. <laughs> the dog just jumps her, just nails her to the floor. Well, I saw the clip of the sprinting, and the first comment was like, "When are you supposed to sprint?" Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. There's a boat. Obviously, one of the other celebs is shouting at her like, "Fucking run, run!" And she's like, "I'm trying, I'm trying." Bang! The dog's nail her. <laughs> <laughs> surely that can only go so long <laughs> yeah I, I did want it because I've only watched clips of it well, I did think yeah. what else is happening in this show because yeah. it's I just, like a drag race between you and a dog after yeah. that I don't know what else and it's like as if do. they're expecting to come across this freak celebrity that might be quicker than an Alsatian <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so, <yeah. laughs> which one do you like bet you like put all your bets on I look back now at how bad my Saturday nights used to be I say that like they're popping now but <laughs> I, I do enjoy them. this is what I choose to do now but yeah. looking back it'd be you sit on the sofa you sit through Harry Hill's TV burp oh, and then you have something geez. like X Factor later and in between you had that show that for a while was like a phenomenon in the UK of Bring on the Wall which yeah, I don't know why that was a thing had no, to like, you had to get in like a certain shape yeah. Yeah. yeah I did briefly see that I mean this is before Twitter when you can see that stuff like endlessly on your timeline so when people think of these crazy ideas, they think, oh, we'll just stick it on TV and see if it works. Whereas now, they'll just do a viral vid, and if it doesn't well, You yeah. can't even hit. check the marketing with like reaction to so I've got an idea. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everyone going, this is ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Twitter was the death of you being framed, wasn't it? You Pretty much. You, you couldn't do that. <laughs> Game of Clones. The singleton put together their dream partner, then had to eliminate the prospective clones until they're left with one to date. For anyone who's wondering, they're not actual clones, just a bunch of people in the exact same outfit, which doesn't make it any less creepy. I'm glad we clarified the fact that they're not clones. <laughs> it's getting a bit worried then. So we have been able to clone, but we've the only purpose we've done it for is for a reality yeah. TV show. <laughs> no saw, practical purpose. When I saw the name, I thought they were going to give them some, like, one of them, like, prosthetic masks or something, mm. so everyone looks the same. But That would be super creepy. And then you have to get to know them that way. Yeah. Millionaire Joe... A dozen women competed for the affection of a millionaire named Joe. Once the woman is chosen by Joe at the end of the series, she's told that Joe isn't actually a millionaire. Doesn't stop there, though. Depending on her reaction, 
if she says she'd still like to stay with Joe, then she actually does win a million. So they test you before That's brilliant. finding out that he's not a millionaire to see if you deserve the million. That's something you that's gotta, genius. That's some that's a program where you gotta think, why isn't that still on TV? Well they yeah. said that after the first runaround, it didn't really work a second time. Right. <laughs> I guess everyone yeah. knows. Yeah, <laughs> everyone true. knows the crack. They I tried mean, doing it in uh, Europe after that, but it didn't take off. It, I remember when I was like just got a TV in my room, I must have been about nine or ten years old. And I'd get like three channels because I live in the middle of nowhere. So it'd be BBC One, BBC Two, and like Channel Four. And I remember playing it straight that TV, <laughs> that that reality program where half of them were gay, yeah. half of them were straight. <laughs> the girl had to couple up, and then if at the end she chose someone that was gay, then he would get all the money. <laughs> but if she chose someone that was straight, anyway, there was this like phenomenon that. Gay people check their nails a certain way to see if they're dirty or not. I remember being caught cool with this. Yeah, and then <laughs> everyone next day then went into school and was like, how do you check your nails? And if you were one of those people that got caught, you would just never live it down. But I think in, in this day and age, would you still be able to run that program? Do you Definitely reckon, not. Would that fly? Definitely. Some of the ones we've had during the time we had that people were doing like a talent show to win themselves a kidney that they couldn't afford. Oh my God. And there was one where... Uh, <laughs> This girl who had no knowledge of her parents, they tracked down via like who her dad was, and they had twelve blokes on there that all had to convince her that they were her dad. And if they managed oh to God. falsely convince her, then they got the cash prize. <laughs> I mean, do you reckon these were available online? Like some, uh, of, these, just to some watch? of them definitely would be. Like that moment of truth that we had was on YouTube. <laughs> Brilliant. Next. An RV full of daters went one by one on dates with a stranger who could at any time call next to get a new person to date. For every minute the date lasted, the dater earned a dollar, which they got to keep if they got nexted. If the date ended with a stranger requesting a second date, then the dater had to choose between going on the date or keeping the money they'd earned. Oof. Tough. It's like Another good idea. Like financial <clears throat> Tinder, basically. Yeah. All on a minibus. <laughs> That that's a bit like that program that's on Channel Four at the moment. That um, like five men a week or five men a night or something like that. How late is this on, Jack? Um, yeah, <laughs> true. Which channel? So, no, it's actually like a mainstream reality when show. He's where... been missing these Mondays. Yeah, <laughs> he's number three. <laughs> but yeah, honestly, they're living in like this did five bed detached house in like Surrey, and there's like one woman and five blokes, and she has to like evict a bloke, and she gets a new bloke every week, and it's actually on TV at the moment. Feels like we should be on this list. (laughs) Parental control. Parents who hated their child's significant other chose for them two new romantic prospects. The child would go on dates with these prospects and decide at the end if they would stay with their current partner, start dating one of the parents' choices, or just reject everybody. They almost always stuck with the same person. I guess that's why it didn't work then. Yeah. Yeah. Chains of love. People with an expendable $10,000 could apply to be on the show. If chosen, they would be chained to four strangers at once who for the next four days would try to convince him or her to give them the money at the end of the experience. It's essentially how much can someone beg you in four days without irritating you to the point where you don't want to give them the cash. Yeah. All for 10 grand. Or how much can they threaten you when you're you for someone that long? How much can they convince you that they will make your life hell afterwards? Yeah. Well, the program originally started with um, someone would be chained to four people of the opposite sex and they would have to convince which one of them would sleep with them for 10 grand. <laughs> oh my and they had things like uh, the lock-up room and things like this. And then they changed the show when they 
said that uh, they had to bill it as not being S&M with the chains. <laughs> not being prostitution. So they switched yeah. <laughs> it and instead got people to pay to come on and taunt people with their 10 grand. Okay. See, I know this isn't something that's actually that shocking, but go- this reminds me of the Golden Balls episode where that woman had already been on it once before and she'd been stolen from. And she was like convincing this guy completely <laughs> that... I promise you, we're going away with half the money each. And they both, obviously, after like minutes and minutes of kind of debating it, she turns around and she's stolen it. And the guy's face, it just sinks to the, like... <laughs> Is this the woman who said she was like going to give it to the church? That's stuff? the one, yeah. What an awful woman. Yeah. <laughs> and in, her interview afterwards was just brilliant. It's like, well... Here's what it is. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? Fair play. I'm glad <gasps> you got all that money. <laughs> Exposed. Each episode, a contestant went on a date with two people at once to decide if they wanted a relationship with either of them. Secretly, the contestant's friends listened and watched lie detectors call BS on both sides of the prospective date. That's class. Decent. And they said, you would be surprised the ridiculous things people were lying about like how often it was going off literally every time either of the dates spoke so their friend was just doomed from the start <laughs> I actually watched this one that run alongside um, Love Island j- during like the summer just gone and it's where this group of lads have literally gone been sent on a holiday and they think they've been sent for like a modelling shoot just a mental lad's holiday that's being televised but actually all of their girlfriends are there in secret like sunsex suspicious parents but with girlfriends Oh and they're God. deliberately setting up their boyfriends <laughs> f- to fail by <laughs> sending in one of the girls from the oh, girlfriend group. Oh, a clip yeah, cool. and they send them into this room, and then, like one of the other boyfriends starts hitting on them, and then they all go like the hell breaks loose like backstage. <laughs> this sounds class. It it's actually sounds a lot better in theory than it is <laughs> watching it because it's just a load of thick people. Yeah, yeah, I really. Oh, don't get me wrong. I feel awful for doing it, but it'd be <laughs> yeah. a great watch nonetheless. I can't I, remember what it's called though. No, but I remember seeing a clip where the woman walks in after to celebrate that her boyfriend hasn't taken the opportunity to go with whatever different woman they've offered. It, yeah, yeah. So she goes in like saying, "Oh my god, I can't believe it. You were true and all this." And he's completely offended that she wouldn't trust him and so breaks up with her anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there's like little things like that and you think, oh, I'm just sure he's cheating. I'm just sure he's doing this. But you've literally set him up to fail here. So if he finds out, would you not just get broken up with anyone like, like you said? This one's got a slightly different tone. Escape a fart. Contestants on this show fart, which viewers can see in yellow, and they try to spread it around the room as much as possible. Based in Japan. <laughs> Of course. How? <laughs> the fact that you said Japan afterwards is really kind yeah, of... Yeah, we got a couple of Japan ones Lowered the expectations. Uh, girls put their butts into plastic-shaped holes so no one can see their faces. Guys then have to inspect the butts. That's their word and not mine. <laughs> and uh, guess which one belongs to their girlfriend before passionately kissing it. Also based in Japan. Of course. <laughs> yes, sure it was. They said this one gets ugly a lot. I, I, I saw one the other day where... It's kind of like Takeshi's Castle or Total Wipeout where they've got this big inflatable slide but it's just covered in lube. <laughs> and, it's, and it's a race to the top but the last step is the hardest and if you trip, you knock everyone down with you. And it went on for half an hour. I was I was going to try out the new series of Takeshi's Castle just for some like awful TV to watch but 
rather than have Craig Charles, they've got just like awful like Z-list celebrities as yeah. the commentators, and it's like unwatchable. Yeah, like I saw one. It was like Roman Kemp and Vicky from Geordie Shore. Yeah, I, saw, I remember I saw one with a random celebrity in it. I was like, no, 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 get the man back in. Yeah, that's for every episode. Random oh. Takeshi's Castle fact. More people have been to the moon than have won yeah, the actual Takeshi's Castle. Sensational. Silent library. Contestants must sit in a library and make as little noise as possible. Each player is given a card. The player that receives the skull card is forced to endure cruel and unusual abuse while still not making a noise. The punishment vary from getting horrible foot massages to a hammer in the groin. Oh my god! (laughs) Having hot tofu placed on your forehead and even tubes of wasabi squeezed up your nose. Players must face the bizarre torture, whatever it may be, without making a sound. Fucking hell. They really get bored over there, don't they? They really get bored. (laughs) I mean, I know we've just discussed waterboarding, but that's bad, (laughs) Hammer to the groin. (laughs) We we didn't get paid for that. Yeah, like wasabi up the nose. Work. Wasabi up the nose. That was like a jackass stunt. Yeah. That you yeah. Shouldn't be doing. <laughs> and finally, wall of boxes. In this game, contestants are precariously perched on top of a wall of painted cardboard boxes. They're asked to pick a number from a board, with each number corresponding to a consequence. These consequences range from a small kid running into your wall, sumo's charging, or a bizarre whip machine that flogs you on top of your position. Consecutive rounds are played until there's only one player left to top the wall. That sounds like a great game again. Bring on the wall. I love <laughs> some of these. <laughs> oh no, yeah. I, you could bring some of these back. Most of the Japanese ones. I mean, the Japanese ones, what you should just do is get English people doing the Japanese ones because I would love to see, like, I don't know, just some teenager from, like, the Midlands <laughs> get, like, flogged on top of a box once a sumo <laughs> runs into him and just see his reaction. Or trying to work out which ass is girlfriend's. Yeah, <laughs> passionately kissing it. I think America's the closest place to Japan that you could try it. We're too fussy over here. That's like, what I mean. There's things we won't do. <laughs> it's true. It's like true. Fear Factor, you want that being in America. Yeah, 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 yeah 100%. True. When I was watching one of the old Joe Rogans recently, Joey Diaz was saying that there's going to come a point where there's going to be some viral clip like, you won't believe this was Joe Rogan. And there are kids that are going to look at it and be completely like, why on earth was Joe Rogan doing that? Doing Fear Factor. Yeah, true, yeah. Whereas for most people, they know him from Fear Factor and the guy who then went on to the UFC. Yeah, 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 it's true. Rather than the podcast guy. Yeah. So so people are going to be freaked out like Joe Rogan sitting there watching women drink horse semen. Yeah, drink donkey cum. (laughs) I, I remember the worst one when I saw brains come out on a plate. And they had to eat it, and then they throw up on the plate, and then ate it again, and just because it would always go like crazy stunt, disgusting like eating challenge, and then even more mental stunt at the end, and it's like three. Well, I think that that was the first week we started doing. I can't believe that I was on TV when we were talking about the Donkey Kong one from Fear Factor. It just I found it bizarre. That was the thing that got them thrown off. It was like if you of all the things that got thrown off. Is there, that, that what they got thrown off? Thrown off. It was like you playing the horseshoe game, and if you landed it. Then you still had to drink half a pint, and it was if you missed, you had to drink a pint. So well, either way, you were still. No, yeah. it, was, it was the better you got, the less you had to drink. So obviously, yeah. you got in the middle, you had to drink less of it. Whereas all these ended up like throwing it miles out, so you got like a pint of. <laughs> it was genuine. I was looking at it thinking, that is a loss. What was that program as well? It was like a game show where they had loads of midgets running around a castle. And it's not it, like Takeshi's castle. No, it's like. Yeah. <laughs> they would go to like a room, and then there was. It's not the Crystal Maze, it's another one. There's like. Tight... Jackass as well. I'm trying to think. 
They would get taken between challenges by, like, <laughs> midgets. Or Boyard. Is that what you're talking about? I'm trying to think what There is. is something in my mind. Yeah. That, yeah I, I, know, like I think a, I know what you like mean. It's like a desert island when Maybe there's like a castle. Yeah, yeah I think it's Fort Boyard. Yeah, that's sure. that's yeah. it. And then there's yeah, like yeah. loads of like like gold coins that come down in a pit of tigers. Yeah, and then they get like loads of and they got to go see that weird that's professor it. guy that's and they'll the give them a clue yeah. or whatever. Yeah. I've said this to people before and they've looked at me like, what the fuck are yeah. you talking about? <laughs> you try and like explain without saying the name of like old game shows a lot like this and people will look at you and think, what the fuck have you been watching? Well, when did you start crack? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we need to bring back midget news. I like that as a little feature. Midget news. That is. It's, it's a difficult climate, but I like <laughs> it. So, Just updates on Valbuena. <laughs> <laughs> that picture of him Fellaini is still yes. so mind-blowing. <laughs> Brilliant. This is Rory Ford. I am the resident tipster for at Spitballing Pod, covering all things horse racing. I will be posting all of my Chapman picks to spitballingpod.com where you can find them or also find them on Twitter at spitballingpod. All right, moving on then. So what we did have here is how to have a races-themed part without talking about the races because... Unless, Jack, you've got a secret passion for racing, none of us know much about it, but we'll go down there anyway. I'm that mate that goes along to get pissed, and I'll bet on whatever my mate's bet. That's 90% of them. So, we, so, we all <laughs> yeah, win. Yeah. so if we all win, we all win together, and if we all lose, we all lose together. That's so what, me. What I've got is I saw a headline saying that it's the perfect sporting spectacle. And so what we're going to do is craft what we would believe is the perfect sporting spectacle. So mm. we're going to go down, and we've got things like time of day the type of crowd all this kind of thing and we'll just see where we end up okay so if we start off with the time of day is it got to be night time hasn't it i mean saturday 3 p.m for me because you've got ample for the perfect sporting for the spectacle. 30 for the, yeah for the perfect sporting spectacle for one you've got the child audience as well so you get kids into whatever your sporting spectacle is and it's three hours after lunchtime so you can get on the beers and when it finishes mm. If you've like you've still got the entire evening to celebrate the win, not even a five thirty. I don't think so. I think I'll be leaning towards yeah five thirty. Uh, I'm I'm like, compromise between the two of you. Ar- archetypal <laughs> FA Cup final three p.m. Saturday kickoff. We don't is. even have that anymore. Exactly. Game's gone. Game I've gone is for gone. Seven forty-five. Nah. I I on half five. Okay. Okay. I'll get the Just because I, I I see what Jack's saying now, and when you do that as well, you have got an excuse to daydream. Exactly. People always like an excuse exactly. to daydream. They don't the, need to be told twice. Is that a good day for that Champions League final? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Exactly. You look back with a lot of nostalgia at that. Yeah. Jack was meant to show up. <laughs> Which Champions League final was it? Spurs. Uh, Spurs Liverpool. Liverpool. Oh yeah. Basically, <laughs> my sister. I took it. It was her first ever night out in Bristol. She came with her mates. She came to Motion. If oh, the people that know motion, it's a ropey first night. Out. Yeah, that's, that's a very ropey yeah, first night. Bloody hell. Anyway, she was nervous as it was for, for obvious reasons. So I dropped her off at the hotel, and I get a phone call on the way back to Gloucester from Bristol. I've left my ID at home. So, <laughs> in, so instead of going and watching the Champions League final, I then had to go back to my parents' house, pick her ID up drive it back to Bristol and then drive back to Gloucester. And that's why I didn't turn up. I've been saying, you've got a hotel room there. Yeah. You can just stay in there. (laughs) (laughs) Luke would have done that on purpose. Oh, look, I can't go out. (laughs) (laughs) What about the type of crowd? Do you want want a respectful crowd? Do you want 
a vicious crowd like that's going to be getting on the, that's going to be getting on the back of the official that's going to be hounding having some horrible are we talking like galatasaray flares yeah chanting. we're talking like intense i think or do you want i think intense. a nice respectful crowd no i think intense because it does make the spectacle it adds to it especially like i saw this tweet go out the other day about this like greek water polo league and they've got <laughs> ultras there with flares and i just there was quote tweets saying, these men are so bored <laughs> like, literally so anything in greece like it could be anything they'll turn up with flares and masks and stuff well because i was thinking about uh the rematch of cotto margarito and if you don't have that puerto rico mexico crowd is that the same second fight because the second fight is nowhere near as entertaining as the first one no Cotto just boxes very well in the second one no i guess the story there is kind of also helps sell that but yeah you are right if it was just say if you took the story out of it and you had a, a great mexican fight versus a great puerto rican fight then again the crowd makes up maybe 75 percent of the entertainment of that fight because yeah. it just adds something to it doesn't it same yeah. as if we watch like you know when people watch like Boca versus River Plate or something, you're not yeah. watching it because you actually care about the league. Exactly. Right? You're watching because you want to see the spectacle. To the spectacle. Definitely. It's like when there's fighting that breaks out in the crowds and like the commentators always say, oh, it's scenes you just hate to see. And it's like, this is exactly <laughs> why we watch it. This is what we pray to see. We're talking time. here as people who are watching like, on TV as well. Yeah. So we don't have to be there. So yeah, yeah. if so you're if there, it, absolutely not. As me and Luke can attest, if you're at the boxing... It's yeah. very irritating. It's not quite as fun when you're actually in there. <laughs> yeah, you just got people breaking out into fights next to you. I know on... We were talking about Final Destination on Saturday, saying that they're an underappreciated series of films for what they are. But mm. on the fourth one, they're at the NASCAR track. Or, yeah. And the guy says, I'm only here to see a crash. And they all hound him like, no, you don't want to see that. And he's like, why else would I be watching this? <laughs> yeah. But it's that, so- if I'm watching... F1, that's going to be the majority of entertainment for me if someone does Exactly. Crash. It's like with the F1, they still have corners, whereas IndyCar is like 500 laps of just yeah. a bowl. A circle. <laughs> so it's like just watching someone go around a really big roundabout quite fast. So you want to see a crash. I remember before I used to watch a lot more of the NRL, which is um, the Australian Rugby League. Yeah. And I think the boxing or whatever finished about 2am. And I decided to stay up until five, which was when my team was meant to be playing in the NRL. And the NASCAR had overran. (laughs) And so essentially, because they only have one channel, they just don't show it. Because they've promised they will show it. They'll show it like Tuesday at two o'clock in the afternoon. So there was about 15 minutes where I was sat up thinking, is this ever going to (laughs) end? And it is literally just like you're playing a big scale electrics. Yeah. I just don't see... They go, oh yeah, we all have the same car and we've got no brakes. And he's like, what do you mean you got no fucking brakes? <laughs> yeah. what, what do you mean? Like any car that doesn't have brakes is not a sport. It's just mental. That's all we got. So, kind of ties into that then. Spirit of the game. <coughs> do you want one with no fouls, no cards? Nope. Or do you I want... I think you know the answer here. <laughs> yeah. We're talking red card football on the PS2. But there was just... You actually didn't you get goals taken away for scoring? You had to just like take people out and get red cards. <laughs> and it was the first team to lose all their players won. Well, it, I, remember, I remember there being some outrage on Pez Eight where you could dive for the first time. And yeah, yeah, saying, yeah. 
it was going to encourage it more in football, which maybe that's what's caused yeah. it to this day. I remember on This Is Football, you could set the ref set into blind. This is Football 2000. So the keeper that was just, a great, those are a great set of games, This yeah. Is Football. So you could just literally get, the keeper would pick up the ball and you just go and slide tackle him with, like Michael Owen, who's number nine or something stupid with the wrong coloured hair. Yeah. And he just drops the ball and, like, and just bury yeah, it. Yeah, a button to dive and you can have a button to two foot people and get yeah. sent off automatically. There's no benefit to pressing that button. That's like, it was purely just to do that. That's like FIFA now though, because like, whenever I play my mates, and you overran the ball on like the old FIFAs, you could press X and leave one in on them and hope that injured their player. <laughs> and it would always just be a yellow card, no matter how bad the foul was. Whereas now, I learned to my detriment in a FIFA drinking game, that, which red cards are four shots. And I would just start leaving one in on players for a laugh. <laughs> and all my players would get sent off. It's just ridiculous. It's, game's gone. With uh, FIFA, they do have some game modes on there now that are meant to spice it up. I mean, me and TK were playing one where it said that if you scored, then a player was taken off the pitch. Yeah. But it was, if you scored, you lost a player yourself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it gets harder. Yeah. They take that from the FIFA Street, the uh, the old FIFA Street, not the Volta one. One of the game modes from that. Yeah, Volta is very disappointing. I think I played it on the first day and I that's it. about it. It's basically, yeah, we, I thought it was going to be the new answer to FIFA Street. That's what they've been craving for. There's barely any skill that you can do. No, exactly. It's literally like FIFA, just small. And there's fouls and corners and things as well. Yeah. The whole part of FIFA Street was great because you'd have Ronaldinho bearing down on goal and you'd see Michael Ballack come tearing through the back of him. <laughs> we've got... Uh, this is insane. We've got Mick Foley against uh, Edge. And Mick Foley's just brought out the baseball bat with barbed wire. <laughs> He's got Edge tied to the ropes and ready to beat him with it and his birds saved him. I don't think much Alita back in the day, but... I was a big fan. She's actually improved. That what, might now? be a bowl... Cl- yeah. She's like a pundit for them now. Oh, is it? But she did have a lot of competition with you having the likes of Trish Stratus. And oh, it was a tough time, wasn't it? Stacey Keebler. A golden age, really. How much of a nonce was Scotty too hotty, by the way? Yeah. That's one of the last ones. He, he'd just be locked up straight away now. Just everyone look at him and be like, yeah. no, no, no. Yeah. You cannot be allowed to prowl these streets. There was a guy... A lot that, of kids come to these shows. There's a guy that me and my brother used to see on... Um, I'm seeing him more on the game than when... But on one of these, where we used to like a ladder match or something where everyone's in there. And there was that guy, Viscera, whose name was um, the world's largest love machine. And his yeah. signature move was essentially that he would hump you. <laughs> And you think this definitely wouldn't be something that you could have. <laughs> Do you like a nice tasty league game or a knockout fixture? Knockout. There is nothing quite like a knockout one, is it? It just goes gung-ho. It's like, you get 75 minutes, and if it's 1-0, you just see like centre-backs just staying in the opposition's area. Are the best sporting spectacles going to penalties? Or are they... A close game with a last-minute winner. When when you're watching a neutral game, you always pray for penalties. Do you not think? True. I was thinking about this. Do you, do you think I think a last-minute last minute winner. winner is better? Yeah, I, you I kind do. of accept if, a penalty shot loss, don't you? Like, oh, it's penalties, anything can happen. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I think that last-minute winner has more drama attached to it. It it depends whether I guess you are inve- you're invested in the game. Mm. If you <laughs> if you either support them or got a bet on, because I always find myself in the neutral. Like, I remember the World Cup final with Germany and Argentina and I was just praying for penalties I was thinking this is going to be amazing you think the penalty takers Argentina would have with Aguero, Tevez, um, Messi Messi and then, would definitely have missed and then, <laughs> and then Germans on penalties 
And then you get that like anti-climax of Goethe winning it in the last minute. This like, is how everyone felt uh, for the Chelsea United FA Cup final. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. No, that was that was actually like euthanasia. It was like <laughs> you finally just ended it for me. Thank you, thank you, Didier. <laughs> Do I need to ask what weather we're having? Rain hammering down. NFL is quite cool when it's snowing, but yeah, because most the snow they have is actually like... the most brutal sport. Is the one where the weather is allowed no matter what happens. <laughs> yeah. The one with the most risk of something happening to you. Yeah. I've seen they stopped, I remember they stopped it before because they had fireworks before the game and it had taken like a bit out of the pitch and they stopped the game for that but heavy snow is sound. snow is fine. <laughs> and it's not even yeah. like a dusting where you have in England you think oh out comes the orange ball it is like two, <laughs> three foot of snow and they're just charging through knee deep snow. <laughs> Did it add to H's aura with it being in the pouring rain? I think it did add something, didn't it? Yeah. Upton Park. <laughs> That's like the most British event ever, isn't it? Upton but... Park, pissing in rain. <laughs> yeah. That really is, isn't it? Yeah. Two blokes that are in there because they one of them glassed the other one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck, we'll go and watch them now then. Yeah. <laughs> I tried having that in the new intro, Chisora going, he glassed me, he, he glassed me. <laughs> <laughs> and the top suggestion is like, Adam Booth reveals the real person that that uh, hit him with the tripod, <laughs> <laughs> and it was David Hay. So we didn't need to. We didn't need to tell us Adam. We saw the pictures. Yeah. It was fine. Yeah, pouring rain is pouring rain at night for me. That's like the my preset settings on FIFA if I'm playing with someone. Well, this is it. Going back to that, that is when the night game does prevail, does win. If you're talking daytime. You want it sunshine. Sunshine. You're thinking summer, right? You're thinking World Cups or you're thinking FA Cup final. It's always nice weather. I don't think it coincided at the best summer of my life, probably, was 2018. When we got to a World Cup semi and it was 30 degrees for about eight months. Yeah. It seems. And it hadn't rained for like... Do a leaper, one kiss was playing on a loop. Oh, literally. You'd walk (laughs) in... You've just watched England like nail Sweden (laughs) 2-0. And you walk into like a Weatherspoons, you just have do a leaper playing. Anybody who walks up to you in town says it's coming home. You heard... And and it didn't get annoying. Everyone's got a stained white England shirt on with beer all over them, dripping from head to toe. You turned to each other and everyone was just mates. Yeah, yeah. Knife crime just fell. Everyone was just friends. Yeah. I enjoyed it for the time that the football was on, but any period of the day before and after that, I absolutely hated that weather. I <laughs> I bought a hat where I that it would fit on my head, which is a big thing for a hat. Oh, it's yeah. just it's ideal. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> no, I mean, for. it's a big thing for me to find a hat that fits oh, on my right. head. Yeah. No, no, but that I could then fit a bag of ice in as well <laughs> to have on top of my head. And then I had that little like carry bag of ice that I'd lean with on my forehead. I, I loved the drink throw in in 2018 because it, because it, it covered up my sweat so well. Being in a pub of like 200 people that was built for 50 yeah. and it's just an absolute sweat box in there. And I've just got Patches McGee because I'm jumping around all the time singing. And then as soon as the goal went, I'm like, yes, I'm getting away with it now. You see Jack in the corner disappointed he's not been thrown over him. Yeah. He's pouring a pint over his own head. <laughs> yeah. Oh, bloody yeah. hell, look at me, I'm covered again. <laughs> yeah, we didn't get that in my lounge. Yeah. It was a strict no drink throwing rule. Yeah. That killed me when we were dicking Panama and people were still just launching drinks yeah. up in the air. Brilliant. Do you think it's better in hindsight to have a high scoring game 
or a very low scoring game. High scoring because you always talk about the like the Liverpool Newcastle four three and the, those are the games that you remember like seven goal thrillers. That like the Germany Argentina game. I won't watch it back, but you got no. some some of the best players of our generation playing in that game. But I am watching it back. No, it can shit out, can't it? Yeah. So whereas if that game was like four four extra time five four, you're thinking. I'm watching this game back. Does constantly. the 2010 World Cup get a thumbs up or thumbs down from you? Um, <laughs> trying to remember it. I'm trying to remember the fixture for a start. That South was like Africa, Jabalani. Yeah. Well, as in like the World Cup final or just the just World the Cup? Just the World Cup. Oh yeah, loved it. Absolutely loved yeah. it. So I thought you meant, I was trying to think of the final, the final fixture. I've been fighting this cause of it I'm, being a good World Cup. I'm not saying it was a bad World Cup, it just wasn't that great. I just, like, I just remember additional maths just before it. I was around my mate's house and you see, like, Schlabber Schlabber and, like, nail it. <laughs> what? 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 <laughs> Schlabber Schlabber! <laughs> what was his name? Well, that's what I called him anyway. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I think I've broken Luke. Say that one more time. Schlabber Schlabber. <laughs> Shabba, 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 Shabba. It was Shabalala. Oh my god. Shabalala. To be fair, the, 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 the Vivuzelas killed that World Cup for atmosphere. Because you're thinking. there was a kid two doors down that had one. Because you're thinking, like, our oh, African culture is going to be great. It's going to be singing in the crowds. You're going to be able to hear the heart of Africa. It's going to be brilliant. But fucking no. No. All no, it was was, yeah. Like, just constantly for every single game. I found out. It really took away from that World Cup for me. I think if... Basically, if you remove the nostalgia element from our point of view, in terms of we were on study leave at that point, yeah, it was a good age, time in our lives. Cup, yeah. I think if you take it out and just treat it for the football for what it was, I don't think it was a great World Cup. But Not everything yet. considered, it was still good. Yeah. yeah. Alright, before we move on, as soon as we, we do have time, shall we give Jack his first go at the name game? I think we've got it, haven't we? So even if it's a letter we'll do, we've done before, then yeah, we'll, we, we'll roll with it. Because... Let's face it, he hasn't done it and we won't remember. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> All right, Jack, so you're going to be going first, okay? Yeah. But Jack, TK, me. So I've got to choose a name with whatever's generated. So say we Surname, get... Second name Surname. with the first letter of the... Say we get D, London Donovan, you could start with. So could it be Good anyone shout. sports related? Anyone Premier League Premier related. League. Premier, Premier League, League player, Premier former League. or current. And you have five seconds. Okay. So I'm going to press random now, right. and then I'll give you the letter. Okay. All right, we won't go with that. <laughs> uh, T. Um, Timo Puki? Oh, last name, isn't it? <laughs> He's fair already. Ah, oh, what have I done now? Go there? again, kick us off for one. All right, well... Begin with T. Anyone E5, I'm beginning with T. Cocker, I've got like a mind blank. <gasps> Uh, TK, kick us off. Yeah. Adama Traore. Andros Townsend. I'm still stuck in his T. <laughs> Trezeguet. Yeah. No. There we go. He's not easy. I had a couple in the chamber. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I had Michael Thomas, but he wasn't Premier League. I thought, yeah, I thought the premise of this, I thought, I'm going to be really good at this. <laughs> it's easy. Yeah. Under the lights, is a different yeah. game, isn't it? Honestly. It's, it's different. Right. Monday Night Live. Sometimes when the a letter goes for you. I remember last week I had some one. It was like, no, I'm not. I can't. I can't. Yeah. We'll try again. We'll do. We'll do three rounds. So, 
you're going to start again and hopefully oh. we go better. <laughs> in theory, it should be easier that you'll get in the first yeah, in. I know, I know, I know. Because I haven't warmed up my mind. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm running running cold here. G. Um, Gregory. Gerard. Javinio. Oh, God. Um, Jeremy. Jeremy. With a G? Yeah, that's yeah, the, yeah. That's from, how he spells Chelsea, room. yeah. That's it. Oh, fuck. Geeks. Andre Gomez. Oh, shit. Um... Joe Gomez. Joe Gomez, yeah. Ginter. Oh, there's a fucking thing in my head as well. This is annoying. Can I have Giovanni De Santos? <laughs> <laughs> you cannot. We'll go for another letter. Ginter is definitely a player. I just couldn't think of his first name. Ginter. I'm sure he's Burnley. Ginsters. <laughs> he is a footballer. He's just for Borussia Mönchengladbach. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, TK, you can have the W there. We'll have one more go. This has been a really bad one. This has been particularly bad. (laughs) I need to... to Why are we watching Edge with PTSD on there now? Oh, my God. Why is she taking pictures of him? (laughs) It's been bust open. Ready? Last one. Let's do it. W. I've got this. Um... Windsor. You're, Windsor. You're out. He's guessing. William. Wanyama. Wijnaldum. Callum Wilson. Harry Wilson. Nigel Winterburn. <laughs> Chris Wood. Ashley Williams. Oh, fuck. Mine's gone blank. <laughs> I've literally been so bad at this. <laughs> we, just as we started getting a bit of form going there as well, yeah. mine went blank. Yeah, we missed edge getting... <laughs> speared and Mick Foley gets speared through a flaming <laughs> table mate Mick Foley took some damage in his time <laughs> if Troy was here for this he would have been able to tell you about that for the next <laughs> however long he loves Mick Foley alright <clears throat> last bit then so we've got Champions League fixtures this week we've got Premier League fixtures this week unfortunately <laughs> Arsenal playing City yeah. <laughs> fresh off a fresh off a loss that'll be fun <laughs> Champions League then who goes through this week do both English clubs go through I'm going to make the case that neither get through yeah because it's what Tottenham in Liverpool. Liverpool. Liverpool I think Liverpool have kind of got themselves stuttering over a line where they've been pulling out results that they haven't necessarily deserved and now they've hit a speed bump where they don't look when people employ the low block and if you're coming up against a team that knows a low block more than any other team in the world, and is specifically one of the biggest teams and has the best players doing the low block constantly in Atletico Madrid, I, it's difficult to see them go past it when they've dealt with so badly against Watford and Chelsea and Bournemouth. If they were just pretty lucky, we were lucky with Bournemouth. Well. Really, we, we <laughs> yeah. weren't. We were slightly better, to be fair, but exactly. we weren't. Yeah, at our best and. We're fortunate so they are what they are. It's like one of those where you've got such a massive lead that you literally cannot lose it now. We were but, saying that me and the, maybe we're watching this, if if the gap was like five points at this point, people yeah. would be getting like yeah. squeaky bum massively. Yeah. If if even if it was ten points, I would say if the gap was ten points now, maybe yeah, I would still 
you could still see it happening. It's City on a run, exactly. Rather than but having shot. just lost it's, to United. Yeah. You wonder how interested they were in that game as well. Yeah, I'll also, they didn't want to win. Well, he didn't play De Bruyne, did he? <laughs> yes. I'll definitely be watching Liverpool Atletico over Arsenal City. I might have Arsenal up on the laptop, but yeah, I won't be watching that one with much interest. You're not. You're not holding that much hope on that. No. No, I I got a strange feeling that oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> some bloke's licking a woman's toe. May Young, that's who gave birth to a hand. Oh, I thought I recognised her. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I got a strange feeling that Liverpool are going to beat Atletico two one and go out on away goals. I don't yeah. know. I don't know why that's in my head, but it's, it is. I can't get it out. That's brutal going out on away that, goals. Brutal, yeah. And yeah. I, and I think Leipzig will do Spurs over if the first game they to go oh, by. Spurs, they they should be Spurs are shit. There's a part of me that thinks it's all set up for. I was speaking with Santa at lunch actually. We said it's all set up for a Jose shit house masterclass, but I. I think maybe I don't think he's got it anymore. Like, he just doesn't have No. It's, it's like one I of those he's got the facilities for an ear. When, when he first Leipzig came looked great in the first place. When he, when he first when, came to the league he played like decent football. And then he came back and you're like, right, it's a bit worse, but now we're winning. I mean United you think, well they won something, but they he's made them worse. And now he's just the grumpy old guy that's in just free fall at the yeah. moment. Well Mickey James was deemed as one of the worst looking people on the roster back then. I don't know who she is, but she's, she's not bad. She's in the ring at the moment. Jesus Christ. That's why Trish Stratus has just come out. <laughs> There's your answer. Spurs, I think they're going to sneak through, but I might just be telling myself that so it's not as bad when they <laughs> do sneak through. You're breaking the fall. Coming back from the races Tuesday to get them to watch it. Interesting. We've got PSG Dortmund as well, which PSG are behind in again if they're going to bottle another Champions League run. That should be a cracker. And you've got Haaland and Sancho in absolute like firing form as yeah. well. Should be a cracker, but we'll say that about the first leg. And that didn't really catch fire. Well, it was a better game of the night. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I remember saying, oh, it's guaranteed goals. And it was like nil-nil at half time. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and you got Valencia Atalanta, which I don't think... If there's anyone watching that, I'd like to know why. You're the original yeah. football hipster <laughs> yeah. if, you, uh, if you've done that. <laughs> I find it so annoying that Ross Barkley penalty is the only reason why we're not facing Atlanta and Valencia aren't facing <laughs> hitting the bar when he took it off Jorginho in the first like game at home. And then That's got... Barkley for you. Yeah. If we do a, a bit of a Premier League talk, does Steve Bruce need more credit put on his name? 100%. Mm. I, I slated Liverpool. At the start of the year, and I thought Liverpool, I Newcastle. Sorry, he did that too. Yeah, yeah did, did that <laughs> And it's like well documented. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's got strikers that can't score goals, and he's to get them where they are at the moment. Where you you can say that everyone was touting to go down. He's thirteen. Oh yeah, eight points off the relegation zone. Yeah, quarter final of the FA Cup. He's done Rafa's job basically without Mitrovic and. Um, Rondon you think mm. he's done as good as if Perez. not yeah and Perez and he's done a, as good a job if not better with worse players so you can kind of make the case that Rafa Benitez is he all that I'm, I've, I've said for years that Fuck he isn't sake but he's one Steve, of your best ever managers Steve Bruce is actually better than Rafa Benitez that's incredible they did also buy Joel Linton for 40 million yeah for he's, all he's not yeah. turned out to be that Rafa didn't get 40 million to spend on one well, player he left because Rafa told them not to buy him and they did it anyway. 
Yeah, they brought in him, so, Maximum, whatever, who are all supposedly replacement for the players we've mentioned. Yeah. As much they haven't quite worked out that way. No. I think they'll do well to keep hold of St. Maximum at the end of the season. The reason people hadn't bought him was because he's one of those players in France, which I don't know how it happens all the time, but it just someone says they have a bad attitude. And, and then every it. club takes their word for it. Yeah. Same happened with the Bamiyang. Do you not do you not feel he's potentially in a manner similar to Adama Traore, where he's been a case of they've seen that he can do it, mm. just on not an inconsistent enough basis, and that hence why he's ended up at a club like Newcastle. Yeah. Oh, I can see why he's at Newcastle now. I'm but, just saying. But I mean, do you think season, someone's going to take the chance on that? I can see an Everton. Oh, Everton bought a Wobie for thirty-five, didn't they? So yeah. anything's Chelsea, on the Chelsea table. For apparently, them. want to win a next season. So you're getting Jaden Sancho. Sancho and your bags on Jaden. I reckon if we got Sancho, Sancho and Ziyech What's he about in, to say? That would be a class midfield. You, you best Was, hope he doesn't get the option of United or Chelsea because he's, Chelsea he's only picking one of them. Yeah, he's a Chelsea fan. Is he actually? Yeah, he's friends with Tammy Abraham, the group in South London, together went to the same school. He's mates with Reese Nelson, but he's not coming to Arsenal. Well, <laughs> he like, well, and you know how... He wouldn't get Newspa- in over Saka. Newspaper clickbait is really ingra- ingrained into our minds now that if a player likes another team's Instagram post, that means they go in there. Yeah, and a fan. They, and if they start following other he players from them. other teams. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, well, he definitely comes to Chelsea. Um, but it's like the Timo Werner thing, isn't it? Where, again, it's a Twitter row, essentially. Because what happened there, wasn't it? Timo Werner got pissed off that Leipzig tweeted something out about Liverpool because he wants to go to Liverpool. So he unfollowed them or something. Wasn't yeah, it? that was it. <laughs> so it's like, the, the which basically means he's going. Imagine Liverpool were going to sign in there. Like, after that tweet they did, yeah. you can stay there. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? You've got a bad attitude. <laughs> <laughs> he's done little to uh, go stop that rumour, by the way. He oh, has, no, he, he definitely he knows is, what he's doing. He's, but as yeah. if you would kind of upset the apple cart with taking out Firmino, which kind of makes that front three tick for a striker that is going to be as selfish as both the wingers are. Does he make it's them tick as much as people make out? I don't know, because he hasn't scored it at home for like eight games. Eight. Currently. So, do you, obviously, he does do a lot. Do you not think you're going to get a certain guarantee of numbers from Mane and Salah, no matter who you replace him with? Yes, yeah, it's, it's like a money ball scenario, isn't it? Where you buy the stat instead of buying the player. So if he's got 24, 25 goals, no, I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying, even if you take they're not going to fall off the cliff side, and suddenly be like yeah. ten goals each. Aren't You're going to yeah. get a certain amount. Like it's it's the same as like if you put if you took Thierry Henry out of the Arsenal team in the Invincibles, mm. they were still going to rack up a certain amount of points yeah. or goals or whatever. It's probably a fair comparison in terms of. Would still be good without Firmino, but would we be as good, or, you know, title I, winning? Probably you need not. Kai Havertz. I, I would find it really interesting to see that front three play with an actual like out and out striker, like a Timo Werner. He may switch formation and go to like a four two three one, and hmm. well, there's times where he kind of does that as well. So, and then factor in that Mane and uh, Mane and Salah are both going to be at the African Cup of Nations, which is what six weeks out of your season or whatever. Yeah, that's a bit annoying because obviously Ziyech is, could have played for Holland, but actually is it Morocco. Morocco, yeah. yeah. So he's going to be gone. I forget he's on his way in at Chelsea as well. That's another good sign. Yeah. yeah. Finally agreed personal terms as well. 
Really? Finally? Yeah. Well, they put it, it was like a week or so had passed where they'd said that they'd agreed a fee, but mm. just needed to agree the terms. And then they put out saying that they've agreed the terms. He's gone off the edge of a cliff at IX now, is why he's playing terribly. Bad he's, attitude. He well, can... they tried getting rid of him in the summer, like where Nigel Wint, no, uh, Mark Overmars, sorry, is their director of football. Yeah. Nigel Winterburn. That'd be different. Um, yeah, when we were linked with, uh, when we said we were going to keep Ertzel. And he came out and was like, I'll tell you, the per- the perfect person to replace Ertzel would be Hakim Ziyech. Mm. And it's like, this is your own player that you're touting out. <laughs> yeah. They're like, I mean, he's got a release clause, so yeah. Arsenal would be, able to, would be able to afford it. <laughs> he said, hey, look, I'm just saying hypothetically. If you wanted to do it, he's there. I find it mad that it was, what, 30 mil we got him for? Or 40 mil or something like that? I think it could have been 30 and they're paying between 40 and 45. I think that's still a steal for Zia. Yeah, for Zia. Is that all? Yeah. I thought it was like 50. No, no he had a release Jesus. clause. Yeah, I think that's a steal. Yeah, I, I, I for a like that, yeah. Do West Ham go down? Yeah, I look at their... Or are there enough teams worse? I look at their fixtures and I have to say, yeah, but you never know that a Watford could slip up or... Their running is horrible, isn't it? It is. It's like... Right. But it's also... Almost ma- run is horrible, though. It's, it's made... Like their run is made for one of these stupid West Ham escapes where True. they'll do us... And that'll be a league double against us. Yeah. Be a league, and then they'll do some other big teams and screw up top four. They don't make a lot of sense because they should have got something against us. They should have got something against Arsenal. Norwich are a similar story, I guess, though, mm. in terms of Norwich plenty of games they should have Norwich actually really got. good football. It's, again, one of those where you, you can't if you haven't got the players. At least with Norwich, yeah, I think it's just lacking just a bit of quality to yeah. get over probably the goals, really. Well, Whereas at West Ham has shown like they can do it, but just... In the so-called smaller games, they've just got no ability. And you know they can get turned over as well. They've, mm. You know they've got a day in them where they just don't turn up. Like, I watched... Someone like Watford, you feel like they're always going to show up. Yeah. Even if they lose, they're going to have shown Troy up. Troy Deeney dragging them Whereas yeah. West Ham can down tools pretty quick. I think Delefeo as well, being injured for Watford, could be... A that is a... It's a big loss. Within West Ham's last four games, they play Norwich, Watford, United and Villa. So if you can get... You give yourself half a chance if you get to those last four games. Yeah. Before that, they've got Burnley and West Ham, and they've got Burnley and Newcastle. So, okay, mm. they're going to be I think taking was... scalps of each other. Yeah, yeah, it's true. I think I'll probably think of it as a few weeks back now, really, in my mind, because they had that run where they had City, us twice, etc. So, in theory, they've probably got rid of a lot, of, rid of those lot of the games, haven't they? Yeah, they did look alright against us. If they had a striker that could actually put the ball in the back of the net then we'd have been dead and buried oh. by half time I think like, decision making in that game was horrific yeah well. and Antonio couldn't just could not you wouldn't back him to pick it. his nose let alone a pass no. I'll trust Nigel Pearson more than David Moyes as well mm. you know, Nigel- Moyes' win percentage that's what he does win is, think- it's that press conference where he's like winning's what I do I'll come in here and do that I thought I must have mis- misread the uh, headline <laughs> winning's what I do excuse me <laughs> That's why you've ended up at West Ham, presumably. Yeah. <laughs> and just a bit elsewhere, other teams. So we've got Newcastle, we've spoke about. Sheffield look like they're not going anywhere. Sadly, yeah. I've, I find it weird Sadly. that... I, I find it weird as a Chelsea fan having to sit there and hope that Sheffield lose so we can... <laughs> Looking out for Sheffield United's results. Yeah, yeah, I find that such a weird sensation. But... I mean, you should be saying unhopefully as well because they're taking your spot in like the top six. If we, if, if they can't get it, he's surely going to want Sheffield to do it rather than one of the other. Yeah, yeah that's true. 
I'll I'm gonna do what the manager says in a press conference. We take it game by game. <laughs> we just try and get three points each time, and we see where we go. We don't concentrate on other clubs. We focus on our club. I think the worst story in the season has got to be Everton. What a shambles they have because they invested money as well. They've looked better the but last then, couple of games, haven't they? You got say, battered 4-0 by Chelsea. No, I know. Before that, Before that, you would say they were looking good and on a run, wouldn't you? Yeah, Ancelotti actually had the best points total for the time that he's been in charge out of any other manager. Apart from Klopp, sorry, second best. Mm. So, do you thought, oh, hang on a minute, this is what they said they were going to be at the start of the season. Yeah, yeah. And I've never... Like, Chelsea, watching Chelsea this season, for me, has been... Watching us get the first goal, and then watching us concede, and then watching it be an absolute battle where, well, we could win, we could lose, we could draw. Whereas I've never seen, I haven't seen a, a, a team come to Stamford Bridge and be so shit as Everton were. Like, yeah, we took our chances, but they were so passive in everything that they did, and we still nearly conceded twice. Ever- Everton have averaged a win a month in all competitions since the start of the new year. Win a month? Yeah. What? They've won three, they've won three games since January the 1st. <laughs> Where have I got that stat from? I thought they were on a decent run. Yeah, I thought... I just got their, fixed, I, I I just got their the, results up. Jesus. I looked at the table and thought they snuck up a bit more than I thought they were. Mm. They beat Brighton 1-0, then they <laughs> drew with Newcastle and West Ham, they beat Watford 3-2, they beat Palace 3-1, and then they've lost to Arsenal, drawn with United and lost to Chelsea. Yeah, it's not quite as impressive no. as before, is it? Lost to Liverpool in the FA Cup. To Liverpool's kids as well, no less. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's not quite as sweet as maybe Big summer for them. <laughs> With the Steve Bruce one as well, I think I saw Brad Dominic say this on Twitter a little while back. Is it, it does seem, I think he's getting credit everywhere other than at Newcastle. Whereas like, and I don't know what the local press are there is like, but it, it seems think- like they probably... Slated him at the start of the season and have had to probably double down on it and just say, no, yeah, yeah, we just don't like him rather than give him these props. I saw yeah. someone point out like, they're, so this, they're this in the table, they're in the FA Cup quarterfinal and then like a new Castle fan was like, he's beaten two lower league sides in the FA Cup. We've struggled to hear and it's just that there's enough teams worse than us that means we're this place in the table. Football's still terrible. <laughs> Should be playing like... Barcelona, obviously, at Newcastle. Yeah. Well, look at look at Norwich. He can play great football and go down. Do you know what I mean? So Brighton might well. Yeah. For all everyone's talked about them, I think they could quite easily go down. They struggle. I've all, I struggle really want goals. Graham we'll Potter pick up Aaron Moy well as well. You'll pick up Aaron Moy. We'll pick up Aaron Moy. Okay. We need a nice box to box guy. Moy and Mope. If you could have one player like out of like the Messi, Mbappe, and like Ronaldo category. It would turn, be Aaron Moy. Yeah. <laughs> to turn Arsenal into a top four team again, who would you choose? Probably Mbappe. No, I said out of. I mean, like, you can't oh. choose them, sorry. It's like, you've got to go... Like, say, you did make it sound like yeah, you could pick sorry, one of these. Yeah, sorry, my bad. So, so, like, the tear down from that. So, like, a player that you could actually get. Well, I mean, Aaron Ramsey would probably do it. Yeah, fair point. There's a Bamiang not in that category. <laughs> He's in that top tier. <laughs> what, well, you said there's a Messi and Ronaldo? I thought everyone's in the next tier yeah. of that, aren't they? Well, to be fair... Well, if it's just someone outside of Messi, Ronaldo yeah. and Mbappe, I'll take Suarez. Still, at this age, with his injury... Pro- like injury uh, his knees problems, are done, mate. They've just signed... What's-his-face from... 
We've got Balladoid, Cati- is it? I'll take uh, Lotara Martinez. from I'll take, I'll take it, yeah. Martinez from Inter. Okay. I like you thinking. Yeah. We've take got, Big Rom. We've, yeah, thought, yeah. we've got Coutinho coming in next season. <laughs> <laughs> he said that on one of those ITK yeah. accounts. Then. Remember I told you. I could, I could see that, actually. You if think? you can shift those. Only little, because see no one else wants him. And it, it his, looks a good fit. I his think. agent and our director of football, like best pals, his agent was filming himself on selfie mode, celebrating our goals on uh, Sunday. It's happening. On Saturday. It's happening. Kia Jurabchian, his name is. The one who uh, the one who owned Mascherano and Tevez yeah. when he went to West Ham. And we're also in with uh, the Wolves super agent, so let's, we'll pick up Jota as well. I, yeah, I find it mental that at the moment Wolves are a better proposition. Yeah. yeah. A better proposition if you're looking for a team to go to. Than both Tottenham I think and Arsenal. Wolf, Wolves fixtures aren't bad either. They could get that full spot. Yeah, I think I said this. Uh, we have the worst. Not careful. We have the worst fixtures. Everyone's got to hope they run out of gas because the, they've got so many games because of Europa and stuff. Because we've still got to play Man City and Liverpool. Mm. So, so yeah, but you're not in the top four race. I'm talking like she- <laughs> I'm talking Sheffield Wolves, Man United, Tottenham. You've had one win. We've seen how quickly it can go wrong, and you're still not eight points behind. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you've got uh, Europa. This is what I mean. About. Well, this is what I mean. If, for example, they went out to concentrate on the league. Exactly. Yeah. If, like, we lose to Liverpool and Man City, which is highly likely, and someone else pulls off a freak result against them too, then you've got a bum in charge as well. Wow. <laughs> Sack Frank. Sack Frank. That's. I mean, that's rich. I don't know. Well, actually, I do. Because Tottenham are going through the same problems we have with injuries at the moment. But Lamps is just actually... What do you mean that's rich? We've got a manager that's unbeaten in the league, I'll have you know. <laughs> that is true. The thing is... 2020 Invincibles. I actually, I actually look at your like lost count and you've lost like three games, four games less than we have. Yeah. We, it's just all your draws. Yeah, we've drawn like 15. It's insane. Jeez. And you think you've got Aubameyang up front as well. Hey, look, people criticise... Uh, David Luiz really sh- sure will take like the draws. Yeah. <laughs> For all the stuff at David Luiz, if we didn't have him this season, yeah. things would be far worse. Yeah, I know. That is true. That's bad, man. And it's bad when you compare it, when you like, think of it that way. I messaged my barber when we were winning in the, uh, against Olympiacos with a picture of Mustafi saying he had to dial my air next to one in. And he was like, were you actually going to do that? <laughs> so I sent it when we were winning. It just didn't quite finish that way. <laughs> that would have been quite something seeing you with that peroxide blonde. <laughs> just on top. Well, we got the races for the rest of the week, so we might not have much interaction on the website for the next couple of days. <laughs> Things could be getting a bit ropey. I'm sure we'll have the Instagram updated. We're going to have tips posted daily. I'm going to put a little graphic up there just so Kai's and Rory's... Uh, Tips don't go to waste for people that can't read. <laughs> if you can read, no excuse not to get on the website. So there's that. But thank you again for listening to another episode of the Spitballing Pod. Hopefully we have Alex and Troy back next week. Alex says he's on overtime again, so don't know what he's saving up for. That's what he's calling He that. found time to train yesterday, though. Could have been doing his overtime then. But we'll be back. Good luck. Thank you. <laughs>